Dude, I don't, ha- I don't have an intro. Yet. You don't have an intro yet. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here before and after the movies. Today we are doing The Green Knight. Episode A24. Episode- what? <laughs> it was all planned from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the 24 special. We envisioned this. Yeah. Um, so, was talking to Anthony leading up to this that we thought we'd kind of maybe break away from our superhero yeah. Marvel DC structure. We've Don't worry. Blockbuster train for a while. Exactly. We'll be right back at it in our next episode. Believe mm-hmm. you and me. But for this one here, we're going to go indie. We're going to go A24. Yep. Where it all began for us. It did. Yeah. The Lighthouse. The Robert lighthouse. Eggers. Yep. Um, so, this one, The Green Knight. Um, Starring Dev Patel. Uh, Alicia Vikander. Yep. And Joel Edgerton. Uh, two <laughs> actors I don't like. Dev Patel, absolutely atrocious. Has no business being in Hollywood, but... Uh, we'll Is this a bit, of, bit of envy sneaking in here? That's not envy. I mean, uh, it's a little bit. This could have been you. It could have been. It should have been me. <laughs> no, but no, it's good to see It's good to see Dev getting these roles. Yeah. Um, and breaking a lot of barriers and whatnot, so... He's, like, really establishing himself as a leading man. Yeah. Um, starting yeah. with kind of, like, Lion. Lion, like, yeah, that was a big one His for first foray is, like not i i saw an interview with him where he was saying like i would always just get offered like the tech guy yeah yeah the brown and, role the token brown guy role yeah exactly yeah. and now he's getting these like heroic like leading roles so mm-hmm. that's good to see yep um going into this movie i feel like kind of going back to these a24 roots it's the hardest movie that we've had to do in a while in terms of predictions just mm-hmm. because the trailer gives you very little especially that teaser yeah the teaser we were mentioning is very totally different from trailer one yeah where like both of them if i'm the lay movie person if i'm the average movie person i'm gonna be expecting like a nice fantasy action movie yeah and part of me is still kind of hoping for that totally but i know i'm gonna get some fucking abstract experimental dream sequences yeah what's real what's not so much religious allegory it's gonna be insane (laughs) yeah scriptures on the wall that you're supposed to interpret yeah you makes you feel like a dumbass because like other people are just like oh this is totally a, an homage to Richard the Third's like yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, did anyone else catch that reference? Yeah, like in Tibet in seventeen hundred. Yeah, oh my god, that's that's like you've just summed up how I feel about this movie yeah. right now. And I, I'm like I'm still excited, but I know I'm gonna get like religious allegory is gonna be nonstop. Yeah. So that and that's kind of my first prediction here. I have. I think we'll get a slightly disappointing amount of action. Yeah, for sure. Having said that, I think we might get like at least one good fight scene within the first mm-hmm. like 15 minutes. Probably like, I think his name is Gawain. Gawain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of on like a mission as he returns back to their kingdom. And mm-hmm. then you won't see anything for like 70 minutes. Just yeah. And talking. like even then, I like the fantasy elements, like the quick teaser has got this like big hand mm-hmm. or like kind of these like intense. The giant scenes. people is in the, the second trailer as well. Oh, I don't like, miss that. <laughs> there's like these celestial beings kind of mm-hmm. like Prometheus vibe. Okay. Just like walking in through the clouds and stuff. Yeah. And I bet you we'll just get like, like, what does that mean? Like little teases of that, but we'll never be able to like fully get a nice full on shot. Like it's yeah. not, it's not going to be the fantasy action movie. Or not, I shouldn't even say action. It's not going to be the fantasy movie you're expecting. It's going to be yeah. very grounded. More along like, kind of the pan's labyrinth mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it's it's interesting to see like a24 take on this genre mm-hmm. and also like you'd expect a typical fantasy movie of this nature to be in that sort of like 100 million to 200 million budget range mm-hmm. whereas this i don't know if you saw the budget but it's 15 mil yeah i heard it was low so it'd be interesting to kind of see how they manage to stretch that budget out mm-hmm. and i'm excited to see how the director is able to like maximize that budget and 
create create an epic feeling spectacle because the trailer like you wouldn't know it's the trailer looks budget. yeah the trailer looks epic but the, i bet you in reality the movie is gonna be slow and grounded yeah they're gonna have to like in order to stretch that budget across the runtime we're gonna get a lot of like dungeon yeah, dialogue yeah. scenes lingering shots table dinner oh, family God. i can already tell you right now it's gonna be like slow paced disjointed no structure yeah i was gonna say like one of my predictions i put to you is do you think this is like a linear film at, at, at the very least or are we just like jumping around this guy's life constantly like timeline wise probably linear but does it follow like one story for him like yeah. one mission kind of thing no it's just all over so, and it's not i don't think we're gonna get like a three-act structure like we never do with these guys having said that though for people who may not be aware the actual premise of this movie is very simple the premise of the film is there's this young knight mm -hmm. and he's like living in this kingdom it seems like he's either like a prince or like some kind of heir for big things mm -hmm. and this wooden creature mm -hmm. approaches and basically challenges him to like a fight for it for, for the, either of their heads mm -hmm. in a year or like okay. you have a year or something like that right okay and then he leaves. Yeah. So it's basically about like whether it was like just a game or like whether he has to fulfill this like destiny. But it mm -hmm. seems like the thing's going to culminate in this like duel with this like mm -hmm. monster. Will we get to see this duel at the end? No. <laughs> That's the start of fast question number one. Yeah. Fast question number two. Will Dev Patel phone in another performance? <laughs> has he ever phoned in a performance? No. 17 years, Jess. Or uh, I have to find my mom. I need to know she's okay. Uh, he, don't forget, he was in Avatar The Last Airbender. So. Uh, <laughs> question number three. After this movie, will you have to YouTube Green Knight Explained? Oh, yeah. Really? Even eh? when we typed the trailer, like, Explained came up before uh, trailer. Why, like, does A24 pride themselves on people having to do that? I That's mean, a question for you, because it's like... <sighs> like why i think they're just trying to they're trying to break the status quo they're trying to make you have an experience every time you sit in that theater mm -hmm. you're supposed to walk out with questions you're supposed to question yourself mm -hmm. you're supposed to like think on a deeper level than just that one and a half hours of escapism and that's fine like thinking on deep levels i agree with but i think the challenge for a modern day filmmaker should be like you got to toe the line between completely losing your audience and challenging your audience right. to think so for you where did the lighthouse for example fall on that scale like too far to the no the audience side? i think lighthouse did an, an appropriate amount because there was stuff that i got that i was like oh yeah but then there was again a lot of religious allegory yeah i was looking at it and someone's like oh this is so-and-so's tale in the old book yeah. and i was like <laughs> so -and -so's like how tale. like it's so lost hereditary like, is another great example of that okay like, yeah, yeah. you haven't seen it i presume uh so watch the first 20 minutes turn it off because it's too scary <laughs> yeah i don't don't blame you but like that movie at the end is like there's like literally like i, I looked it up at, i did an explain video mm -hmm. and there's like this whole book of like this religious uh folk folk tale from like mm. the 1300s that mm -hmm. the whole thing is like based off of and yeah. there's like all these pictures of like sacrifices and wow because from what i understand like a24 they they are a distribution company mm -hmm. so like if you actually look at all these films there's like four or five different production companies so oh, okay. maybe a24 i have to like do more research but like i think they're seeking out movies like this mm -hmm. they kind of even though the genres seem to be all very different, they've done like comedies, horror, oh, really? action. They all, they want that like X factor of not following mm -hmm. like the typical. Yeah. 
structure. You know what? It is it is kind of fun. If you did enjoy the movie, it is kind of fun to kind of go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Do the explain. How did you see it? How did you exactly. see it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. And, and kind that. of on that, talking about A24, I wrote down a list of A24 films just mm-hmm. to kind of convey, one, how out there they are and how massive of a company they're getting. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it. They, they seem to have this, like, philosophy of small budget but feeling like a big scale film, like a film that the same premise could have had like a $200 million budget. Okay. So I'm just going to, there's quite a few here. So Green Knight, mm-hmm. Minari, mm-hmm. Saint Maud, Spring Breakers. I think that was one oh, of their early yeah, films. Yeah. Uh, the Spectacular Now, Enemy, Jake Gyllenhaal. Remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, that was Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah, it was. Huh. Under the Skin, The Scar- Scarlett Scar- Johansson, Joe. yeah. Locke with, with Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tusk. With Justin Long. <laughs> Yeah, okay, this has become a game. Okay, well, I'm ready. <laughs> a most violent year. Uh, oh, no, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Oscar Isaac. Oh. <laughs> While We're Young. I don't know. Oh, really? It's, it's on Netflix. It's Adam Driver and Ben Stiller. So good. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a really good dramedy. Um, Ex Machina. With Oscar Isaac, yeah. Donald Gleeson. And? Oh, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Amy, which was the Amy Winehouse documentary. Oh, okay. Uh, Room. That was big for them. With uh, Brie Larson? Yeah. That was A24, yeah. right? Wow. The Witch. With, amazing uh, movie. Anya Taylor-Joy. Still haven't watched that. It is, it is actually number one on our to-watch list. I'm just too scared. It is quite scary. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes for you. Uh, Green Room. What's Remember that? the one about like the heavy metal band? It's about the it's about this group who gets stuck at like a show where these like this neo Nazi band is playing. I can't remember if it's Daniel Radcliffe, but we'll have to look it up because mm-hmm. it had like a really cool cast, and I started watching it, but I fell asleep. Not that it wasn't good. The Lobster. Oh, with uh, is that Mel Gibson? I think it's Colin Farrell, isn't it? Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, Mel, Swiss- Gibson, Mel Gibson's the Beaver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Directed by Jodie Foster. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. That's uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. yeah. Moonlight. Oh, really? That was huge yeah, for them. Yeah. Mahershala. Mahershala yeah. Ali. Um, it Comes at Night, which I haven't seen. Joel Edgerton. Okay. Trailer, oh. trailer looked good, but... The trailer, no, no. Yeah. I remember because it was after Moonlight. Right. That was their big follow-up trailer, and it looked really interesting um, from like a non-A24 perspective because right. it was like a standard film. I think I remember. I, I think I remember. I read the synopsis because I was just so curious. Yeah, that's these movies. They do. They do really elicit like a curiosity. Yes, they drag. They bring you in for sure. The trailers are just always incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, a ghost story, which for me is probably the worst A twenty four movie I've seen. I haven't seen it, but I know which movie you're talking with about. With Casey yeah. Affleck, and it's and, just like I mean, you can see the the talent that they're attracting. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all these actors are like top of Hollywood's wish list. Yeah, I think like when it comes to these A twenty four projects, they're i'm sure they're taking like below their usual pay because mm-hmm. it's just like a great notch to have on your belt yep a ghost story was awful okay <laughs> yeah i <laughs> would not check it out just like when you're talking like allegories and oh yeah just... st- like experimental for the sake of it mm-hmm. i won't give any spoilers but it's worth watching just for the experience it really was like a baffling experience <laughs> like what the fuck is going on that's hilarious spans like a million years in time like, oh my god yeah. uh ladybird Okay. Yeah. Disaster the, artist. No way. Yeah. Huh. Um, head hereditary. Yeah. Eighth grade. Eighth with Bo Burnham or by Bo Burnham? No, it's with the. Is it by Bo Burnham? The yeah. two girls. Bo Burnham wrote Who, it, didn't he? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, interesting. That was a really funny movie. I don't know if you saw it. I haven't. No. A Prayer Before Dawn, which is a fucking great movie. It's based on a true story about this like cage fighter 
mm. who he's actually from Liverpool and he moves to, he goes like on a backpacking trip to Thailand mm-hmm. and then all his friends like go home and he just like decides to stay there because oh, wow. he has nothing back home and he just becomes like a cage fighter and then gets addicted to drugs mm. and then gets sent to like a Thai prison and becomes like a fighter in there because it's like if you fight, you're allowed to like get like more lunch and shit. Wow. It's a really good movie. I would, I would definitely check it out. Um, and then mid nineties with directed by Jonah Hill. Okay. Yeah. 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 Midsommar. Yep. The farewell, another huge, like Oscar category one. I don't know that one. It's with, um, Akin Fenwa, I think it's Aquafina. (laughs) (laughs) That's a soccer player. Akin Fenwa. Oh my goodness. What's her name? Aquafina? Like the water? Aquafina. Yeah. Is Dasani in it too? Aquafina. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, no, she yeah, she plays this like immigrant who moved to the U.S. at a really young age, and mm-hmm. then she finds out that like her grandma is dying, or she goes oh. back to visit her grandma, mm-hmm. and then it's basically based on the director's like personal life, and it's her like reconnecting with her. Oh, I remember. Past. Yeah, the, I was, they were up on the Oscars. Yeah. Oh yeah, all yeah, over the Oscars. Yeah. Um, the Lighthouse. How could we forget? Mm-hmm. Uncut Gems. Okay. Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Val, the new Val Kilmer documentary that's coming out. Oh, great. Have you, you haven't heard about it. Have no, I haven't. Uh, you're going to feel like an asshole now. I take it back. Cut that out. He has throat cancer. Start it again. No, no. No, start again. <laughs> no, leave all this No, in. absolutely not. He has throat cancer and he got his like voice box removed and now he talks with this like... Val Kilmer? Yeah. Like in real life? Yeah, in real life. It's a documentary and now he talks like like with a with a like a Siri machine. Like a talk box or whatever. A talk box yeah. and he's been filming his life since like the 80s. And this is like a whole like just like a personal like memoir like it looks absolutely sensational. Jeez. And you're a terrible person. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You had no idea. Um, and then Lamb, the new movie that's coming out. Oh yeah, that looks the... fucking weird. <laughs> that's just like a twenty four, just going all in. So like yeah, just that I li- I skipped over a few, but it just goes to show like how far this production company's come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this kind of feels like maybe their like biggest budget movie yet. Yeah, this had a lot of buzz in it. It really got its legs taken out from the pandemic. Yeah. It's been delayed and delayed. And it was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, it kind of has like a bit of a New Mutants vibe. Yeah, yeah, like honestly. It's getting shelved and like, is it ever going to come out? It, and it ended up not going coming out in the UK because this is, a, this is a, a UK kind of fantasy tale. Right. So there's a lot of hype from it there. But I think they just ended up going, they kept, they kept wanting to do theaters and then... You know, it'd be like one weekend before cases go up. So like, okay, I think they're doing streaming now, which is, yeah, I mean, like it, it is playing in theaters here in Canada, mm-hmm. but we're going to watch it from home. Yeah. Uh, which I feel a little bit guilty about because I'd love to support like the box office revenue for a movie That's like true, this, yeah. but you know, they're still get, they'll probably get more money from us this way. Yeah, probably. You, you skip the middleman, right? Like, mm-hmm. You're going straight to the straight, straight in their pockets. The um, okay. Without further ado, can you yeah. give me an opening scene? Yeah, I, I've, I've gone pretty basic with it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've gone a little out there with my last few opening <laughs> scenes. So, Dev Patel's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> no, I'm going with the wooden man is riding a horse through the woods. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing, like, some poem that you have no idea what's yeah, going yeah. on. And then maybe, like, there's some, like, sea or like some, like, sea creature lady that just, like, watches him go by. <laughs> a little lighthouse shared universe <laughs> reference. <laughs> And then he just like shows up to like the drawbridge of this guy's kingdom mm-hmm. and like demands entrance. And he know like I think he like takes off his own head all the time, right? 
Okay. So I feel like he does that, and then they like open the door. Yeah. And yeah. then he challenges. I think I think we start quite conventionally, mm-hmm. and then it just like as he starts his journey through this like unprecedented mm-hmm. territory, that's when things get like really out there. Do you think in this movie, like Dev Patel will start to like go insane and yeah, go mad? I've got psychedelics. I think will be a part of this oh, movie. Like some God. mushroom. Of course, it, it it all feels like I know it's out there, but it all feels very cookie cutter, right? <laughs> This I don't know. It's like they got a little formula. Like, okay, we're gonna do a tripping scene. Yeah. Got to, the audience gonna questions what's what's happening and what's not. Right. Here's what's a it? poem. So yeah. here's a soliloquy. Exactly. What's the like unreliable narrator or something like that? It's right. like a term. That's true. Uh, okay, my opening scene is very similar to my Jungle Cruise one. Uh, storybook flipping. Johnson. <laughs> storybook flipping. No narration. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like flipping pages and all of a sudden there's like a disfigured child it's always shrek style yeah you. and it starts flipping a bit faster and faster and it's getting very gory and then right. all of a sudden like they start flipping like a flip book and then like blood encompasses all the pages oh, okay and then the blood drips down into a crown and then hey now <laughs> okay oh the blood drips into a crown is dev patel giving our voiceover or like something? there's no, no no voiceover oh okay just pictures i see yeah uh, yeah okay and it gets kind of like like sinister like, music yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does it go <laughs> <laughs> and like in the teaser the, the other kind of cookie cutter thing is like some kind of puppet thing yeah <gasps> <laughs> first of all the kids like yay loving it one of the kids goes missing yeah the, the, the initial jonathan te- <laughs> the teaser for this one was very similar to the witch teaser yeah you always Peek-a-boo. see like <laughs> Some cre- like some person in the distance, and then they look back, and they're gone, or like their heads twice Hurry! the size as it was. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, couple predictions here. Yep. Um, the fox that's talking to him. Yep. It's like a family member or best friend that's like reincarnated, or like okay, not like a curse. No. Okay. It's like a good fox. Okay, I have I have something similar to that, mm-hmm. but I think the fox betrays Ooh. our protagonist and turns into some, like, weasel thing from the suicide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been bad! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Stay out of the forbidden forest! And then it has, like, a, like a dead fetus inside it or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, it was, like, a, a fucked up little like fetus. Like some birthing scene or yeah. something. <laughs> just, just to fuck with you a little bit. Um, another one is that he becomes the tree person at the end oh yeah so that's him from the future or like oh no no he just like the curse befolds him oh, now, or beholds okay. him yeah he's i really like, like that i think bark you may, on his hand and think stuff, you're yeah. onto something there mm-hmm. and do you think we see the fight no maybe just like a couple of clangs a couple of clangs and like maybe a, uh like a Dev patel can't do good sword like a fire silhouette <laughs> kind of thing oh i see yeah and then just the head fall off yeah in the shadow <laughs> And then it just like but, but you, don't know, into flames. you don't know whose head it is. Yeah, <laughs> something's gonna spontaneously burst into flames. Yeah, as well. yeah. I have a Dev Patel shirtless scene, but he doesn't look as good as he wants to. <laughs> so the cinematographer's using all like the shadows and lighting. <laughs> He's all greased up. Uh, yeah, we're gonna make this in moonlight. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, bathing in like a like a lake or something. Mm-hmm, and there's like mm-hmm. a face in the lake. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, the lake turns into like tar. Di- yeah, yeah. different color <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like almost drowns. And he wakes up, and his kindling still burning a little bit. <laughs> Where does Alicia Vikander come into this movie? Um, I have no, I don't know. Yeah, maybe no she's idea. like mocap. She's I the did, fox. Has she been in any of the trailers? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look hard enough. To yeah, say, yeah, I didn't even know she was in it until I looked at the the thing joel egerton i imagine is like sort of a 
like somewhat of like a mentor figure that he meets along the way like, i thought he was the tree no his face is in the trailer like oh really like, oh unless no. he used unless joel egerton oh, is the tree yeah yeah i swear i saw his like regular like with a the cloak. tree yeah <laughs> you fantasy fans are just tearing their hair out yeah right exactly <laughs> i i have That's here yeah. <laughs> audio it's slash barkas <laughs> audio slash dialogue will be very nolan-esque yeah like hard to hear yeah like we're gonna have to turn on the subtitles halfway through (laughs) i must not go right off (laughs) i feel like there's gonna be a lot of like deb Deb patel like speaking to himself a lot yeah moonlight He's a poet by, by yeah. that, like on the side. Like I think he might be journaling throughout. Okay, yeah. yeah with like a little quill. Yeah. The audience is expected to like read his journal pages and like yeah. quick flashes. I feel like the tree's gonna be very hard to hear what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we going subtitles for this, or do you think it's part of the experience to not really be able to hear? Let's try and go without. If we both deem it necessary, then by all means. That's fair. Yeah okay uh so i was gonna ask you do you think we'll see a a linear narrative and you kind of said like maybe for the most part Mm -hmm. um do you anticipate symbolism to the point where you have no idea what's going on 100 percent uh what does here's a question for you like what does the green knight mean two things okay it's either like green like a tree like a tree knight right or green like he's new and he's like you know he's he's green right green around the grills do you think there could be like an undercurrent of like environmentalism going on in this movie or no doesn't strike me as that kind of film no if it like, was modern maybe day like a climate change like hidden meaning in there like oh sorry not modern if it was like an original maybe but it's a fantasy retelling i think they kind of have to kind of yeah they can't it's hard to mix in so what, what is this based issues. off of like like a king arthur type thing really like a medieval tale okay and it's been like novelized in the past i guess i think so yeah okay interesting um, I do have here just a quick note about your symbolism, I, and we've kind of talked about this, but I wrote down, 824 movies are kind of pretentious that people pretend to like. Right. And my whole reason behind it is because there's so much symbolism, which is nice. We've talked about it. It's kind of, kind of good research, but there's no, like, overarching theme to the symbolism. It's like they're just, they're chucking so many different symbols, representing so many different things. They're never right. connected. Yeah, and, and it's like, you wonder, it's like, deep down, I feel like the, the people who write and direct these movies are, like, very smart. Mm-hmm like history buffs like mm-hmm. i'm sure that they do have like a pretty damn yeah. close but it's like presented in a way where like you could never really figure it you out can't, you can't you can never find a pattern or the link yeah. it's like only they know their inner mind and like how they mm-hmm. relate to things and mm-hmm. well said it'll be interesting to like watch a couple of explained things after this and like see how much chris stockman pretends like he understands <laughs> all the symbolism <laughs> nice shots fired uh okay i got a couple other little things for you oh yeah the other prediction i have is i feel like one of the themes of this will be dev patel's not as noble as he appears oh so he's like like in his backstory he's like betrayed his family or something or like pushed his brother off yeah yeah so there's like some sort of conscience thing that follows him like cheater liar yeah exactly (laughs) burn the fire i feel like he may see like if he did like cause someone's death like we'll say it's his little brother like he'll see him throughout the forest as he's going like hi yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Why did you do it? <laughs> Why? <laughs> How many times will he wake up within yeah. waking up? <laughs> and out of breath. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be like a an abrupt wake up. Yeah, from him. I think we'll just get like one nice hunting scene. Like mm-hmm. he needs some food, and we just get a bit of comic comedy of him like 
shooting a bow and arrow at like a squirrel or something. Okay. But then he goes to it, it's like dead inside and <laughs> it's all rotten. Yeah, exactly. He eats it anyway. No, he doesn't yeah, it doesn't look like that until he starts eating yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so just quickly touching on some like audience reaction so far. Okay. I'm gonna hit you with the Rotten Tomatoes. Sure, I'll allow it. Eighty seven percent. Not bad. The IMDB six point nine out of ten. Which usually goes to say it's a bit of snobby crit- critics liking it, but the everyday user not liking it so much. E- which kind of falls in line yes, with what okay, we yeah. expect. Um, $50 million budget, and it's directed by David F- Lowry. 15 or 50? 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, directed by David Lowry, yep. whose filmography does unfortunately include a ghost story. Okay. So I'm hoping he's toned it down a little bit. Disney's Peach Dragon okay which was a good movie i don't know if you ever saw that i did it was know. very under the radar but it had it was as close to a disney a24 crossover as you really because like the the visuals were very like indie and it wasn't like this like happy-go-lucky movie it was like quite dark huh. and i thought that was like a kind of underrated movie okay so i'm, I'm happy he did that um and he's also doing the new peter pan and wendy for disney oh, wow. as well which is apparently like a big production damn so this guy seems to be like he seems to like that kind of like folklore like Mm -hmm. story but has like a darker side to him too okay so i'm sure he's got a great vision for this movie then yeah and i don't know if he like wrote this i actually have no idea he did yeah okay so it seems like a big passion project Mm -hmm. and i'm excited to to see what he's got in store for us yeah me too all right i think that's pretty much good to go let's Get some popcorn and yeah, throw some snacks. On. Let's Unless... see if we can find it for one dollar cheaper across all. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you in three, two, one. And we are back. Yep, we're back from the Green Knight. Yep home viewing experience mm-hmm. which made it a little better not having to slug all the way home and then do this yeah and so we we're just passing out on the couch yeah i had a little t- a couple tired waves throughout that mm-hmm. all right shall um, we get into this out of 10 yep yeah. three two one five Four. yeah okay i'd give it just just about a passing grade because i'm sure there are things that were yeah. good about that movie that i don't get yeah however i can only go off of like what i saw hundred percent uh which was a very slow paced kind of up its own ass all style no substance all style no substance um some cool some cool elements and like little moments like little stretches of like promise just kind of going into the start of the movie the first one that comes to mind is there's like a little intro that's like not great and then it gets kind of like ordinary like good for a minute it has this great opening where there's like this percussion going and like Mm -hmm. the water's remember the the water's dropping and with the same time as the music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we see dev patel is like living in this kingdom and he's going about his day and there's like this big one-er shot where he's like getting dressed and yeah i was like okay this is a narrative i can kind of follow he's like a high-ranking person in this like kingdom but he's like very unfulfilled Mm -hmm. and then all then it just starts to it, then it has much longer patches of just like incoherent mm-hmm. poetry nonsense. Yeah, I, it's not the kind of movie where if someone came up to me and you know they gave it an eight or a nine, they loved it. I don't think I'd argue otherwise. Yeah, it's not the kind of movie I'd argue and say no, it's actually shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I just think like 
it was just lost on me to be honest yeah it was <laughs> like so much of it was just going over my head and mm-hmm. i think by the end like we i get the the broad strokes of the movie mm-hmm. so like i guess if we can just talk about like yeah so the overall General story plot, is yeah. yeah this green knight just comes into their house into their castle uh, it comes into their castle and their keep while they're having like a celebration for Christmas mm-hmm. and everything's going really well for Dev Patel. The king's basically saying like, I want you like by my side. Yeah. And then the king's like, the green knight's like, who will play a game with me mm-hmm. where like you can hit me anywhere mm-hmm. and then I can do the exact same to yeah. you a year from now. And Dev Patel's feeling awfully confident. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll do it. And then, okay. <laughs> and then yeah he cuts off the green knight's head and then the, the thinking trick, thinking he's won yeah yeah, yeah. he's like oh that was so easy oh because the green knight just presents himself and makes mm-hmm. it like so easy mm-hmm. which was obviously like a, a trick mm-hmm. he's very gullible naive young man basically yeah. he's and just the, trying to become like a knight yeah exactly and then the green knight's just like laughs picks up his head and like runs away yeah he's like, i'll see you in a year yeah so he has to go meet him and then gets this like weird existential experimental deviant it's a wild journey where he's like shall i go they're all kind of pressuring him to do it and like Mm -hmm. you know become a legend or a fable yeah exactly become great yeah like they're already telling the story about it to the kids and Mm -hmm. all that Mm -hmm. and then he goes (laughs) and then he goes (laughs) he goes on a horse and he's just he's a very unlikable character like protagonist yeah like he's even rude to that i don't know if you picked up like when he's going through that battlefield that uh the will poulter wannabe yeah. is like uh yeah my brothers are buried here and he doesn't really care yeah and he gives him directions and, and he's just like, like oh like, he got you. anything he's like, just a thanks and then yeah, eventually kind of gives him a coin and mm-hmm. he start. you just see this guy get stripped of his like stripped of his armor within the first day like, yeah loses everything yeah and then just keeps fumbling through like mm-hmm. hallucinations and, and visions mm-hmm. and houses and then i grass field and yeah then, and then it, another wait, castle he goes to like get that that lady's head and he's, yeah. like, he's like what do i get in return well, he's very easily like talked he, into doing yeah things, but he's right? very greedy and he is not like the best person yeah he like gets the head and then it's a skull but then it's a head and uh, the person's a skull it's just all this like cool imagery like mm-hmm. i can't fault the cinematography or like the mm-hmm. editing or the filmmaking on show and then we kind of get to this like I'm skipping over a little bit here, but we kind of get to his final test where he goes to this very luxurious place mm-hmm. and he meets like all oh, these, these, these guys, these people are so accommodating yeah. and they're just like, Oh, you can go whenever, like mm-hmm. stay here. And there's like a, a better version of his girlfriend basically mm-hmm. there. Who's both parts played by Alicia Vikander. We assume I looked it up. I think so. It's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, good. And then she basically is like, easily t- t- talks him into like doing whatever she wants mm-hmm. and she's I, seducing him but he can't even last like a second <laughs> <laughs> the, the game is that he's allowed to take uh, yeah he gets a the joel edgerton goes hunting and gives him a like an animal a day and in yeah. return he definitely has to return something that he gains at the house right and i, I had to look this one up so at the very end joel edgerton and Devitel end up kissing yeah because Devitel gained a kiss from his from the lady Oh, I see. So then he gives the kiss. Yeah, okay. That yeah. So were they together, like Joel Egerton? And I don't know. <laughs> their, their relationship was very unclear. But yeah. She was just like, oh, if you want it, like take it. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you're no knight. And they're just like, dude, because he he resisted the temptation. Oh no, he let her do it. And he's like, I want it. I want it. I'm gonna take it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he just like broke like that. Like he didn't stick to his like 
Yeah. More. I think it was supposed to be like, you're supposed to confront the green knight without like trickery or like mm-hmm. something that's going to mm-hmm. make you invincible. But he instantly just like fell for it. Okay. That's how I, okay, that's yeah. how I thought. I like that. Because like every, every test he basically like failed. Like, yeah. He didn't see that, that those guys were like, you know, tricking him. Mm-hmm. And, and he was rude to them as well. Yeah. Like he fell, like he just did what that girl asked him to right away. Mm-hmm. And like didn't get any reward for that really well, he got his like he got his axe back no but the whole thing with that one was she was like he went to touch her first she's right. like why are you touching me right you're, right. you're not a knight and then yeah. and then when he goes in for the just as he's about to jump in that like creek or whatever he's like what do i get in return she's like why are you asking that yeah just do it because he's supposed to be a knight yeah so they would so just he failed that he failed the temptation and then when he, later on his journey he meets those giant celestial beings mm-hmm. and he's like oh like can i get a ride with you and as soon as the thing like goes to grab him he just like flinches away yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think she was just kind of like whoa like, yeah not and, and with his fox friend when he first <laughs> with his fox friend when he first sees the fox he like imagine if you haven't seen this movie he like throws he throws a rock at it as a dick to it right yeah, yeah. so his first impression he's all was, salty exactly his first impression with everyone is that he's just a dick yeah he's he not just, a nice person and he's not noble yeah he's just a coward basically. and then you know what now that we're talking about it, that's reflected in his little premonition just before he's about to get beheaded oh yeah so then he gets to the end of his yeah. his mission and he meets the green knight and he's mm-hmm. like okay like and it's just it's very unspectacular he's like okay i'm just gonna cut your head off and mm-hmm. he's just like i feel like he was expecting to like pass some test yes and then every time the green knight like goes to do it he mm-hmm. like can't do it because mm-hmm. he's too scared and then we basically see this reality where he like just runs away goes back home because no, that that would is no, that, it wasn't real. No, I know, but I think it's. I don't think anyway. What's supposed to happen is the Green Knight goes for the head swipe, but the belt protects him. I don't think that's even what was happening, though. Oh, really? I don't think the belt was actually magical. I think it was the fact that he like thought it would wanted it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, yeah, I don't know. Man. Well, yeah, but either way, you see him kind of live out this fantasy where he becomes this great knight, but he casts aside his girlfriend, keeps his kid, keeps her in the slums eventually the kingdom falls to ruins everyone comes from his son dies and his kingdom gets overthrown yeah but he's still and he's still wearing and he still wears the thing so then you know he kind of realizes and then his head falls off yes when he takes off his belt right so it's all symbolic that you know in the end everything's going to come to shit i don't get to be the good person that i was yeah it's the grass isn't greener on the other side type story and then we cut back to the climax and Mm -hmm. he like takes off Mm -hmm. the belt and then i think He's still thinking like, oh, now I've made the right choice. The, the Green Knight's going to like spare me. Yeah. And then the Green Knight is just like off with your head and then it's over. So you think he dies? Oh, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I think that was the whole thing is like, if you want to be a knight, you have to like accept death. And he was like never able to do that. Or e- like even along his journey, he was never the knight that mm-hmm. he should have been. Right. Um, really, I, I, don't, I don't see what all like the fuss w- was about with this movie. Like, it was a lot of fun, a lot of hype. Yeah, I think it was like the whole the A twenty four banner, having Dev Patel in the lead. Mm-hmm. I just I was a little underwhelmed by what I saw. Like I didn't re- kind of what I expected to be honest. I, I was expecting like a, a some more like visual eye candy. Like mm-hmm. s- you know, it, it did feel to me like the, when the the filmmaking got a little crazy, it did feel a bit force to me like with the upside down like drone oh, shot okay i'm like are you just kind of doing this for the Dude, sake of it? like the scene where he was jumping in the water to like get the head that was yeah. pretty cool when yeah, it like it went cool. all red and stuff we got like the space like tur- yeah it went yeah, all red yeah so yeah it was just it was 
the problem with it was, and I hate to say this because it's, it's so like elementary, but it was just boring. It was just a boring mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And you can be like super out there. And like The Lighthouse was more out there than this, but it was a lot more entertaining. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I don't think it's just us being like ignorant per se. It's just, maybe there's like a little bit of that probably. Oh, definitely a little bit of ignorance. But I also <laughs> just felt like the pacing was a big issue. Yeah, because it also, I don't know if I'm phrasing this right, but it kind of went to like, it would, you said it in the beginning, it was like, oh, this kind of feels like a normal linear movie. Mm. And then it would go out there and then it would kind of come back in for a little bit of linear storytelling. Yeah. So that was quite jarring. Yeah, there was a lot of moments that were just jarring that just felt like weirdly convenient. Mm-hmm. Like when he got tied up by those like thieves mm-hmm. and then they just like left his sword there for him mm-hmm. to like cut mm-hmm. out. I just, I don't know. Like maybe there's like another reason for that that I that I don't know. Maybe it's in the poem. Yeah. But like <laughs> it just made me kind of lose interest because I just felt like there were no rules or anything really. Yeah, yeah. Um. So about the poem, I looked into it. Okay. So the actual Green Knight story is... Uh, they're all sitting along King Arthur's t- uh, round table. Okay. And this Green Knight shows up with a challenge. Um, what's his name? Ga- Gawain? Gawain? Gawain, yeah. Gawain steps up, does it. Um, and then the poem, like, glosses over the journey. It just says, like, oh, it was a long journey. Oh, a I lot see. of the poem takes place at the Lord and Lady's home, where there's this temptation from the lady, um, trading kisses with the Lord after he gains them from the lady and that okay. kind of thing. And then eventually, because anything he's gaining, he's supposed to give back to Joel Edgerton. Right. So he gains the sachet, and then he lies to Joel Edgerton and says, you know, I didn't get anything. Then he goes... Oh, he gets it from the lady. Yeah. And right. then he goes and sees the Green Knight, and the Green Knight is actually Joel Edgerton. Oh. Or the blind lady. There's the big twist. Oh. Yeah. It was all set up by her. But either way, the, the end Joel... I forgot and about the blind lady. Yeah. And then the Green Knight um, just gives him a... He comes down, but just gives him a scratch on the back of his oh, neck. Okay. And it's like, now your lesson's learned. Like, won't give him the, the glory of like, Yeah, exactly. But it was just like, don't lie. This one, right. I think I like this one a little bit better where it's like... <laughs> Sounds like Boy Cried Wolf, but not as good. <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> it's a 14th century fable. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one kind of did that with a bit more gravitas behind it because they right. kind of played kind of expanded how he themes. failed on his journey and right. then, yeah. what did i like about it yeah um <laughs> no one asked but okay. <laughs> outdoor landscape shots uh were, <laughs> were were shot and lit very well i thought the yeah. lighting was yeah I can't almost breathtaking yeah I, I don't know it really stood out to me Agreed. um the long tracking shots obviously it's a feat um mm-hmm. dev patel loved his little stoic he, he was just eating up the camera he loved it. He you put like he had a rowing scene, a Give horse any, riding any scene, little like movement activity. Yeah, the crawling on the ground. You could yeah. tell he was just going all out for this. So practicing all night. Yeah, <laughs> tie me up again. Um, great form with the with the oar as well. <laughs> Very intentional. Yeah. Uh, as far as other predictions. Oh yeah, you had you nailed had, a couple. I got a big W with the mushrooms and the hallucinogen. Yeah. His hand started like melting away. And yeah, then, and then he saw the Green Knight. Yeah, so that I felt quite good. That's kind of a staple of like A24 at this point. Um, you know, so many themes being hit over your head to the point where you can't really figure out what's going on. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's some religious allegory going oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like pretty on the nose with like a lot of like scriptures and like old yeah. papers that kind of tell tell the, the broader strokes of the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, acting like. 
It was fine. Like yeah. Oh, it was, sorry, you forgot one more um, okay. prediction. Audio slash dialogue will be very Nolan-esque. <laughs> yeah. Eleven minutes and fifteen seconds till we tore, turn those subbies on. <laughs> those did help a lot. They did. Yeah. There were some words. I was like, really? <laughs> you said muse there. <laughs> <laughs> you also needed a pair of glasses for this movie, eh? What do you mean? All the titles, title screenshots. Yeah. Okay. So there was this like. <laughs> There's a lot of, oh yeah, I have at the beginning, there's like irritatingly quirky titles at the beginning. Like they were going so fast, yeah, you couldn't like, even The Christmas arrives. And like jo- and jolting from like, oh, like left left corner, bottom mm, right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's just you guys fucking around in the edit studio. Oh, put it there. <laughs> Cut it away before they can read it. But then also there's like chapters in the movie yeah. and they were written in like, I don't know. Old, old English, Old I English. Think, yeah. I just couldn't read it. I was like, be reading? And you're like, beheading, dude. Just that, it uses zero context clues. Yeah, I was, I was just like really tired and like <laughs> I was just expecting it to be like more of a strange word than it really was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the acting was like a little bit it left a little bit to be desired. I thought Dev was pretty good. Yeah, he was fine. You had like the the king. I didn't think was terrific. Hello, Ethan. Yeah, like his character was very like one dimensional. Just like said nice things. Yeah. And, like, his mom didn't really do much. Wasn't really in it. Alicia Vikander. Wasn't feeling her performance at all. She was, especially, like, the better version of her. She was better in the Lord and Lady House. Yeah, like, she was really, like, hamming up that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the accent felt really poor and, Mm -hmm. like... She felt more herself. I bet you she felt a lot more comfortable yeah. in, the, in the lady. And I'm sure she was like told to do that, like have an edge to you, like mm-hmm. feel a little bit mm-hmm. like undesirable. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like very clingy, right? Like mm-hmm. in the way she was saying things. Like, yeah, yeah. So I think, and like, yeah, I think they gave her like worse teeth as well. Like, I don't know if you noticed that. Like, I think she has yeah, more prosthetic so. teeth yeah. and stuff. So I guess that's part of it. That's part of it because then he leaves her in the slums, right? Yeah, like her accent kept like changing yeah. mid sentence, yeah. which for me was one step too far. Um, I was gonna say the other really thing I liked was the sound design, especially oh, yeah. the Green Knight when he's like walking. Yeah, yeah, terrific! Like absolutely one of the best parts in the movie. Score sure. was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, score was good. Lots of percussion, mm-hmm. um, some nice horns. Mm-hmm. Good stuff as far as the score goes. There was one A twenty four, I guess classic cliche we missed, and that's goats and animals. Oh yeah, scene, goat, yeah, yeah, and like bickering animals, bickering too. animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of gets a little bit too aggressive. Like, oh, one, one of them's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Twitching. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neck just snaps spontaneously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you look up anything about those giants? Um, you got anything for me there? I saw something on a Reddit comment okay. where someone was at a, show, a screening and then the, the director or the producers or writers or whatever uh, did like a Q&A. And someone asked him about the Giants. Like, yeah, you know, we weren't really sure we were going with that one, but we thought no. it was cool. Yeah. That annoys me. That's, again, that's that's a, you know, twice removed. But yeah. Apparently. I have to look into that. Because I, I thought there was, like, we talked about that $15 million budget. Like, I'd say, like, pretty well stretched. Yeah. The Fox was pretty rough. Yeah, but... the Fox wasn't great. But the Celestial Beings looked good. Um, like, it had a good sense of scale to it. Like, I felt like the world was very like large and there was some really like you said some really good landscape stuff mm-hmm. but overall like not a movie i would ever watch again i can't even imagine watching it again it would be oh no it'd be very it'd be tedious yeah so i just pull up this comment again it says the producers were there to do some q a um were asked about the giants and honestly they didn't have much of an expl- explanation they said it was really fun to shoot and very awkward because they kept having a bunch of naked women walking around interesting 
So, I mean, obviously this... See, when I hear things like this that... This merits a deeper dive because I don't want to yeah. believe that because that, that to me reaffirms that they're just chucking things yeah. in. Like, oh, this is cool. And if, if Five-second vignettes. Yeah, exactly. A lot of vignettes. <laughs> a lot of vignettes. Movie. So, if that really is the case, then I think a lot of this movie starts to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Because they're... Because then they're just letting us find our own meaning without them putting in... Because, I mean, if you're writing a movie, you're putting in the work to... Like you said, you have the thread... And you're connecting yeah. the dots, and then it's up for the. Oh, sorry, you have the thread, and you're running it through, and it's up for the audience to kind of find the thread and follow along. Exactly. And a really good example of that. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. It's on Netflix. Oh, that's Jesse Plemons. I've I've heard of it. It's I heard it's, it's the yeah. It's really out there. Right? If you think this is out there, like it's another level. Yeah, I was told that I wouldn't like it, so I haven't. I think it's it's the ultimate movie to watch if you do want to watch a movie, have absolutely no idea what's going on, be convinced that there's no deeper meaning, and mm-hmm. then watch a video and everything makes sense. Oh god. <laughs> and that for me was really weird. Like there's one sequence towards the end where I was like, "No. No." <laughs> and then I looked it up and there was a pretty decent explanation for it. Nice. But it was like, it's still like not an enjoyable watch because mm-hmm. you feel like an idiot from mm-hmm. start to finish. Mm-hmm. But this, to me, I don't think is at that same level of like the thread we're talking about. Okay, yeah. So it's too much of a reach or they yeah. weren't even thinking of connecting things. Exactly. You're, yeah, you're just like taking the, sounds like they took the general gist of the poem and they just ran with it. So it's like, mm-hmm. let's come up with a whole bunch of other scenarios just connected to a larger theme of like inadequacy or... Yeah, someone who's trying to feel, trying to become go for fame and glory yeah when they're just not really destined for it yeah so i guess you did this a couple episodes ago (laughs) Jeez, (laughs) you did this a couple episodes ago to me so i kind of liked it so when i throw it back to you here sum it up in two to three sentences mangoes on journey doesn't feel like that great turns out he's not okay sum up your review in two or three sentences (laughs) i thought it was like a story summary Overall, an, in, an intriguing idea with some good themes presented, but overall a nonsensical plot that's probably not worth your time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's I, deep. Yeah. I just, I, I don't love Dev Patel, it turns out. <laughs> hey, hey, me either. Because this was him really getting to like shine. Like he kind of got to do the, with this character, like whatever he wanted, I feel. Yeah. Like it's he, not that I don't like him. I think he's, I think he's a good actor. Like his character pissed me off, which I think yeah, is a testament to his point. acting. Yeah, right? his character was so annoying. Yeah, and so was. like untruthful and ungrateful. Yeah. And pants, stop panting so much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just like yeah, like his character felt very inconsistent. It was like one minute he was trying to be this like noble guide, and the next he. Uh, I guess that's just. I guess that's the point. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, hit me, um, hit me as well. I think I think you're gonna reward this better than I did. Interesting visuals, too many one-off interactions that feel disjointed. Right. Uh, overall theme is decent. Like, talking about it with you, I'm feeling a bit better about it, to be honest. Right. Kind of piecing together with this whole, you know, things he failed, tasks he failed. But without that connecting thread, yeah, it felt boring and it, it felt lost and it made me feel I think, dumb. I think that was the biggest issue with the movie was the pacing. Mm-hmm. You can have these, like really out there vignettes and these like little thematic moments that aren't super connected, but you've got to like keep that pace going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to give me something to like think about. Yeah. And really... Nothing really built on anything. It was very like separate. Yeah. Separate like there was pace. no escalation. Yes. It was just like a very steady pace the yep. whole way through, yep. which is fine. 
but it if wasn't. it's not <laughs> oh, yeah okay well if it's yeah. not connected it's... and yeah like and even if it's not like the typical like ramp up then go down like mm-hmm. reverse it do something different mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. the flow mm-hmm. but you can't just like maintain that same yeah like a dribbling creek yeah yeah like 35 percent incline yeah yeah yeah, start yeah. <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that's a good way to yeah. put it so Let's do a blockbuster next. Yeah, I think uh, I think our next one will be Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, stay tuned. Tickets are purchased. Are so. getting rave reviews. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh nice. It was like a dazzling martial arts epic that shatters expectations. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So I'm excited. Until then, I've been Oman and I have been Anthony. Thanks for listening. <laughs>